and that only they can. You know, one of the touchstones around calling, around sort of when a man or a woman finds their calling, is when you see somebody do something and you go, where did that come from? Right? And it's not just the pastors and the great, you know, writers and speakers and thinkers and academics. It's everybody. Everyone has the capacity for where did that come from? Hey, welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. St. Ignatius said, the glory of God is man fully alive. Jesus said, it is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. This podcast is here to bring God glory through you becoming fully alive and you bearing much fruit or having powerful results in your life. I believe you can use your unique gifts and talents to change the world. If you listen to this show and read our blogs, you will be inspired to take your own journey of faith to become a man or woman who is fully alive, making an impact in the world around you. I interview people that I think are awesome that are doing that today to inspire and to challenge you. You can do the same. Let's get rolling. Welcome back to the second part of my conversation with Justin Camp, author and co-founder of Gather Ministries and Wire Devotional for Men. You're going to love this podcast. I, I get so excited because Justin starts to articulate things that are so true to the heart of what this podcast is all about, and that's really finding your calling and beginning to walk in it. And having that moment of where divine desire, your desire, meets God's desire, and they're one and the same. I'm so excited about this show. I think it's going to be awesome. I know it's going to be encouraging. Uh, if you're interested in the first part of the show that kind of chronic, uh, that kind of goes through his storyline of how he moved from Wall Street and the venture capitalist world into ministry, uh, go back to Divine Discontent. Um, if you've already listened to the show, buckle up. You're going to love it. You know that there are natural talents that he that he builds into us. That there are spiritual gifts which he has which he has you know sort of hand picked for us. And the way that those two work together is fascinating to me. I think this is my kind of this is you know this is this is Justin Camp sort of you know take on <laughs> yeah. spiritual gifts versus natural talents. Is you know everyone everyone has a natural talent because it has a set of natural talents. You know they're well spoken or street smart or they're great sing a great singer or whatever. Um, and um, each of us have those in various uh, amounts and in various combinations because we're all created by God the Father, the Creator. Um, but then when we start following Jesus and we are recreated, spiritually recreated, we are given spiritual gifts. And the interesting thing is that these things overlap and they work together and they modify one another. So, so a spiritual gift is a spiritual thing and, and a natural talent is a natural thing. So they operate in two different realms, one in the natural, one in the supernatural. And so, um, but, but the uh, spiritual gift needs a place to work in the natural. And so, so it works through the natural talent. Oh, and they, that's they sort good. Of, oh, sort of, yeah, and they sort of overlap one another. I like that. But the natural, but the natural talent, it needs purpose and meaning, right? And so you think about somebody like this friend who, who said, you know, you need to be writing. He's, a, he's in the private equity world. So he was very successful investing in companies, uh, much larger companies than the kind of companies that I invested in. Very successful at it. But God got a hold of his heart, and he first, first question he asked, should I quit my job? And God said no. Um, and so he very qu quickly started seeing that his natural, sorry, his natural talent for business was um, underlying a spiritual gift for giving. And so he, he and his wife just give 
recreationally, <laughs> recklessly sometimes. And, and now, so, so you have these two things working together. This, the spiritual gift now has a place to work in the world. This gift of giving has a place to work a context in the natural world. But the natural talent for business and for investing has purpose and meaning that it didn't have before. So right? every text, every call, everything has different meaning because now it flows towards the kingdom. It flows towards giving, you know, to the church and to ministry and to and changing people's lives. So the thing that I'm thinking of is a hand and glove, right? If the hand is the spiritual yeah. glyph, the natural talent is the glove. Absolutely. People see is the glove. And it's sort of like um, I'm um, thinking of one person that, you know, kind of operates in the prophetic, but he has a quirky sense of humor and he's very uh, kind of gregarious, right? So he's got the prophetic stuff, but he's got the gregarious, quirky sense of humor stuff. And it's kind of like delivered in that way. It's, it's, it's very interesting and it's very um, uh, uh, disarming. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you think about you think about somebody with, uh, you know, whatever natural talent you can come up with. Somebody's gregarious or somebody has a natural talent for business or a natural talent for building things, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's just sort of dead. Right. Until you put that spiritual gift on top. And, it, and, and it's always done in such a creative way because, you know, the Holy Spirit is just incredibly creative in ways that we mm. just can't ever come up with on our own. It's always done in a creative way. But that, but it, it's so cool to see a man or a woman light up, doing the exact same thing they've been doing their entire career, but now with, a, with, with their spiritual gift involved. You know, now all of a sudden they're just alive and they're working, doing the exact same thing they were doing before. You know, it's just one of my favorite things is to disciple other men through that. Yeah, and I'll just say for the listeners, God has this for you. God Absolutely. has this for you, and uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. All right, so get us back to that that rescue point. So you you say yes, okay? What happens after yeah. that point? Yeah. So, um, well, a couple of things. So, yes, I want to underscore what you said about this is for for everybody. There is a place and a position for everybody in the kingdom. There's a place that is competitive with nobody else. And nobody else is comp competing for that position. It is only yours, right? And that is just exciting news because in, in the marketplace, in the secular marketplace, we're all competing with one another and we're trying to take ground that somebody else's and somebody wins and somebody loses. In the kingdom, it's just not like that. Everyone has a place, you know? Nobody needs to be somebody else. They just need to be more them, you know, which is so exciting. I mean, talk about the good news. This is the kind of stuff that, like, when I started, when I started, you know, my heart started coming alive, I started realizing the how much good news there is in the good news, you know. So anyway, a couple well, of Well, wait, wait, wait. I, you said it so good. I got to just say something else because you got me all fired up now. <laughs> <laughs> is that that the idea that, that God, um, one of the things you see in business world and other, you know, people that are true individuals, they stand out. Most yeah. people are looking for slot fillers. Look, here's the description. Anybody could do it. Can you do it better than other people? Slot filler. Yep. Okay, whereas God is creating unique individuals yep. that are expressing a unique attribute of his character in a way that he wants to express in the world and make the world better. And that only they can. You know, one of the touchstones around calling, around sort of when a man or a woman finds their calling, is when you see somebody do something and you go, where did that come from? Right? And it's not just 
the pastors and the great, you know, writers and speakers and thinkers and academics. It's everybody. Everyone has the capacity for where did that come from, right? Because God wired into every one of us to live that kind of life, that anointing, you know, that, that, uh, that sort of being in the flow of what the Holy Spirit is doing you know, what you were made for, right? We all have that sort of made for moments. There may be, you know, we may have to look back at our life and go, yeah, there was something that happened when I was 10 or there was something when I was 16 where I just knew, man, I was kind of made for that, you know? And culture tries to wipe all that out. Yeah, and I would right? say... Culture... Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, you know, with the messages of that's not responsible, that's, that's selfish, that, you know, you need to, you need to get in line and, 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 you know, get the best job you can, go to the best college you can, get the best job you can. All of that doesn't matter in the kingdom. What matters is where did that come from, you know, finding those places and have been leading a life of impact and a life of joy and peace and freedom and, and significance and purpose, you know, rather than all the other stuff that culture has to offer, which is, you know, burning us out and confusing us and, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and this is the gospel. This is the good news. The whole idea that we are sinners separated from God, we are, but that separation is just so that we, that when we receive the gospel and we receive forgiveness from Jesus, it it bridges us together. It makes us uh, united with Jesus and and the sin is sort of like, great, that can get out of the way now because all right. that sin has been blocking my will, my purpose, my design, my heart for you. That is good right. news. And I know for me, I just got to preach myself here for a second, not telling people about Jesus and the gospel is denying them from having that moment that we're talking about. Where did that come from? We are denying people that moment. And so much of what evangelism seems to be about is, well, you know, a notch on your belt or or you're a sinner just like everybody else. You know, get in line, fill the slot, become, you know, do what's right. And it's not about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's finding the treasure in the field. You're just wanting everyone else to find it as well, right? Saying, oh, there's something so much better, you know? Yeah, okay. I'm all, thank you. Great Ravager, that was awesome. So back, so back to uh, um, yeah, what happened? Yeah, so, exactly. So, so one, you know, I'll talk briefly about about sort of the sin in my life. Um, one, one was the purifying fire came. So once I said, you know, okay, God, I'm in. This this you know roaring fire came into my life, and it was you know it was to deal with that sin. And again, I felt like. You know, at that point, it was, it was, it, you know, it was, it was horrible. Um, but I look back, and it was just, you know, it's some of the best things that ever could have happened to me, and um, mm-hmm. some of the proudest moments. And so, uh, so one, you know, uh, one area that I was struggling with uh, a lot was pornography, and this was, you know, when I talked about sort of the marriage that Jennifer and I had, that, that w- it was not supposed to be this way. That was one thing that I needed to start living in a very transparent way and talking about. I just needed to tell my story and to let other people know that this is what I was struggling about. And so yeah. many men are struggling this way and living in a hidden way. So the yeah. purifying fire came. You know, I, I want to go back to one thing you said about sin a few seconds ago, you, or a few minutes ago. You, you touched on this. I think I lived up until, I don't know, two or three years ago, thinking that God was disappointed in me because of my sin. He had a hard time, you know, um, uh, loving me because of my sin. And what I didn't realize at that point, which I'm learning and my heart, you know, my head is, my head is there. My heart is having a harder time with it, but it's getting there. 
is understanding that God loved me 100% no matter what, the whole time. And the fact that he sends Jesus just for me to do this rescue shows how much he loved me. You know, it wasn't like he's sitting there going, oh, man, Justin, you let me down again. I can't stand you. I wish you'd stop that, you know, but, but and, and, and if you ever do, then I will love you. But I just can't, you know, kind of, you know, be in your presence and, and love you until you do. It wasn't. It wasn't that way at all. He was. He was singing over me, and and he, you know, he was. He couldn't take his eyes off me, even in the sin. And he sent Jesus, despite the sin, to save me from the sin because he loved me so much, you know. And so I needed to go through all that. So the purifying fire mm. wasn't fun, but it was so good, and it just removed, like you said, it removed this thing in my heart that was separating me from mm. from this life together with him. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing that happened. Um, and then, you know, on the other side, you know, Jennifer and I started um, thinking about, well, okay, so what are we going to do? Who are people? What, what, what does this look like to be writing? So Jen had been blogging um, and uh, always writing to women. It's funny. We, we have this, you know, we, we divide gather ministries up into two halves. One is to women and one is to men. And we've kind of kept that from the beginning. Um, and even before we started, she was writing to women and I was writing to men. Um, so I started working on a book project. That's the one that became invention. Um, and then, uh, she was blogging and then we just kind of hit the pause button and said, wait a second, we got to get, we got to do this in a more methodical way. And we, so we spent a season, you know, just kind of praying and, and exploring who are our people, who does our, who do our hearts break for? And it, and it, you know, became kind of people a lot like us. So super busy you know, mostly professional kind of tech savvy folks, um, whose lives are filled. You know, we don't, we always, we kind of use that, um, phrase lives are filled, but they're not John 10, 10 full. Mm. Um, so, so they're full of, you know, work and, and, uh, and social stuff and kids, but they're not full, you know, they're not what Jesus, you know, is offering. Mm. And he, they're, they're, you know, Jesus says, I came so that they may have life and have it to the full. That's the NIV, you know, translation of that John 10, 10. Yeah. Um, he came for that, and we're all sort of saying, oh, yeah, nominally we are Christians and we are following him, but we're not living that full life. We're not experiencing what he's offering. Mm. And so, um, so, so what we try to do is use technology uh, to reach po- folks who are super busy, not, not kind of from the, you know, the perspective of a pastor necessarily whose message might be slow down, change your behavior. Our message is, you know, we're going to give you some tools uh, to, uh, that are going to fit right into your busy schedule and then let the Holy Spirit do what he does after that. So we're going to open up a few windows, uh, in your busy schedule that fit right in. You don't change anything. And, uh, and then let the Holy Spirit come in and, and, and if he wants to say, slow down, he can say, slow down. That's sort of not our message. Yeah. And so we started these devotionals, wire and loop and, uh, grew those ever since then. I tried to use everything I knew from the venture capital world to grow those. Yep. And they've grown beyond our expectations, which has been awesome. And then I got back to the, the book project and then launched that last year. And, um, and Jen launched the book the year before that. So that's, you know, that's what we've been doing ever since. And, and I'll tell you, Monday mornings come along and I can't wait to get out of it. <laughs> There's none of that discontent anymore, you know? Yeah. And that, that's awesome. Um, you, you can't see it, but I've got a big smile on my face. The, <laughs> the, uh, because that is God's heart for his people. They Every don't have, one of them. And, and I think the discontent that you were feeling was a divine discontent. It was Absolutely. And, and, and it was lot, the only way he could reach me. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and some people won't pay attention to that nagging for all the reasons we discussed. Because it's yeah. like, well, I'm supposed to be this or I'm supposed to be that or what about this or what about finances and, you know, just there's always something. But, yes. but God, God has a way to communicate to us in a way that, that gets it across. And, yeah. yeah, it's crazy how long it took with me, you know. I, uh, you know, and maybe, that's fine. I don't want to get into sort of, you know, beating myself up, but it took a long time. Um, and thank goodness he got through because um, hmm. I couldn't imagine still being in the same place that I was before. I just can't even, you know, I can't even imagine. And fortunately, you know, with these things with God and moving into the kingdom, you never go back. You're you're new. You're changed. You are a new man. And hmm. so. Going back isn't an option, but uh, just even talking about it right now is so difficult, you know, thinking about the man that I was and, and, and you know, um, projecting forward and saying, if I had not listened a little bit and let men into my life and let, you know, transparency into my life and let, you know, prayer into my life where I might be, it's just I shudder to think. promises that God has for you and your family without resisting and fighting back. Do not be a passive pew sitter. I created the War Songs Worship Playlist on Spotify to help train you to use worship as warfare, as an offensive weapon, to help you take back things that you've just let let go in your children, in your family, in your personal life, and you just are waiting for God to do something. God will do something, but He wants your faith engaged. Engage with Him. These songs will help you engage. Give it a listen and follow today. Hmm. Amen. Well, if people are interested in jumping into what you offer, uh, or even with, I have a lot of uh, lady listeners that offer with your, your wife, how would they get in, in touch with you guys? Yeah, uh, so I'll just say a plug for the uh, for any uh, women listening out there. Uh, Jennifer's uh, writing and stuff is way better than mine, so uh, <laughs> she just does some phenomenal stuff. She has a gift for um, hearing God's voice that is just it's just amazing. And so um, uh, her book and her devotional have been. She always always has more readers than I do, um, which is just fine, which is, which is great. I love adding wind to her sales because she's, she's amazing. Um, so the hub for everything that we do is just the gatherministries.com. You can get to our books, our free devotionals. Uh, we're launching a new podcast here. It's actually the very first thing. Well, no, it's the second thing that we're ever collaborating on. Um, but uh, it's sort of bringing together kind of the best of, uh, of what Wire, the Wire devotional, kind of the practical nature of uh, and very exercise focused, you know, very, very sort of uh, what are you going to do now kind of uh, focus of Wire and bringing that together with kind of the, the beauty of how Jennifer writes. Um, and so we're going to be launching that podcast. It's called Rush. Um, and uh, it's kind of, you know, for very busy people experiencing, you know, we call it um, uh, Holy Spirit in modern life. So experiencing the Holy Spirit kind of in your in your everyday, you know, and so yeah. super excited about that. But you can get to all of it um, just by going to gatherministries.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Justin, for coming on. It, it has been fun. Yeah, absolutely, Troy. Thank you for having me. I love your heart. You're, just, you're incredibly easy to talk to because you're just, uh, you know, I just know where your heart is, and I just it's just a beautiful thing. <laughs> well, thanks, man. 
Hey, you've reached the end of the podcast, and this is the part where I'm going to tell you some cool stuff. First off, go check out our website, thekindlingfire.com. There you can become a fire starter. I've got a Facebook Messenger community that is getting updates and uh, are able to subscribe to 30-Day Fire Starter Challenge or our Bible devotionals, and it's all through Facebook Messenger. So you got to go to the website and sign up. It says join the fire starters. That's the number one thing. Number two is I love music and I love worship music. And so I've created some great playlists on Spotify. If you use Spotify, just search the Kindling Fire and you'll find the playlist there and you can follow those. And lastly is on Instagram, I'm kicking off Firestarter Fridays. And so every Friday, I'm going to be posting uh, motivational videos. So if you are on Instagram, go follow us at the Kindling Fire and be sure to check us out every Friday. Okay, I think that's it. Be awesome.